welcome to episode 35 of Not Your Average SPT. I'm Sam. I'm Asia. And we're back with another one. So, Asia, how's your week been going? My week has been going good. Um, Like you guys know, I had to take my comp exam or the PED exam is what it's called. It's like a little mini NPTE and I'm so happy to say that I passed it. Do the cowbells <laughs> right here. Woo! Y'all, that was a it was a a tough, tough week leading up to it. Um, as we get more into the episode, I'll dive into how that kind of affected me. But um, long story short, it's just nice to have so many people in my life that were supporting me through it and had so much faith that I was gonna pass the first time. Like Midway through the test, I had to just tell myself, like, bro, everybody say you're going to pass. Like, you need to start believing it, too. Because when I tell you, midway through that test, I was ready to start crying. <laughs> I was like, I don't know any of this. <laughs> so um, I just appreciate everyone so, so much, man. And midway was two and a half hours, just an FYI. So Ooh. long and test. I- I was in there the whole five hours, Sam. <laughs> Man. <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do. Take all the time you need as long as you finish it on time. You feel me? True. I, in our last 30 minutes, they had to move us to a different classroom. And I still had like 30 questions. And I was like, bro, this is not the time. Right. That's a minute of, a, a minute of question. Man, <laughs> I, it was so wild. The little uh, pop-up screen came up. It was like, you have one minute left. I'm like, I've really been taking this test for five hours. Like, I'm shook. I'm shook. (laughs) That's all right. You passed and that's all that matters. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) But how was your week? My week has been pretty hectic. This is the week coming up to um, a kickball event that my family's business is having. So, been getting ready for that it's going to be a real big and fun event I'm very excited to see how it plays out um we're expecting about 200 people and just a little pieces we're putting together and it's it's been getting a little hectic so my sleep is a little bit low and I know we were just talking about sleep in one of the previous episodes not too long ago but um I'm ready to I'm ready to get it out the way to be honest so I can get my life back (laughs) (laughs) but I'm still excited about how it's going to turn out. I'm sure it's going to be so much fun. What it's on Saturday. Yes. Um, it's Saturday. It's going to be a bunch of resource tables. I'm super excited because my, my school is going to come. Our speech language program is going to come as well as a PT program, of course. Um, but many other resources are coming. We're going to have, um, performances line dances a car club is gonna come and you know show their cars and you know we're still gonna play kickball and got a bunch of snow cone people and I think the best part about it is just like everything is free it's really just a give back event to the community and I love that me and my mom are both passionate about it because it's gonna be a great thing we want people to get some free game and some free knowledge and the entertainment stuff is always a plus, but um, the goal is really just to let people in our community know the resources they have and just get some free game, essentially. So yeah, can't that's... wait to see everybody come out. <clears throat> that is amazing that there's going to be a PT table. That's awesome. Yes. And going to educate them on that. <laughs> that's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. I um, wish I could go. I know. I'm excited because a few... People in our uh, group chat said they were going to be in attendance. Um, Some of uh, classmates are going to come. So the PT, my PT family, PT crew, they're going to be in the building. I'm very excited that um, people like my family and just people around the community who kind of know who I am are going to see another side that I feel like, not that I've hidden, but they haven't really seen in person quite yet. So I'm excited. Dude, that's awesome. And for those of you that don't know, we have a um a PT, Black PT student group chat. Um, that's what she was referring to. <laughs> um, it's the way I had to contact Instagram to give my password because I don't know what my I password mean. is. <laughs> so who knows when I'll be back in that group chat, but please keep me updated because that's uh 
I'm so sad. That's so cool. I have to work that day. This is my last weekend working at the movies, but Aww. I officially say that um next year I will be at the event. Because <laughs> it's annual, right? Yeah, we're gonna do it yearly. Um yeah. so yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. And it was your last week, huh? I know, girl. It's getting real. Rotations start on the the eleventh or the fifteenth, whatever is a Monday. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, it's wild. With rotations being said, um, we do have a special announcement. Um, sorry if I sound scripted. I I'm going to sound very scripted, but. First and foremost, we want to uh, thank each and every one of you guys for supporting us and tuning in to our podcast. Um, we didn't know what to expect when we began this, and the amount of love, support, and listeners we've had was really beyond our expectations. Um, with that being said, we have discussed the future of, of the podcast, um, NYASPT, and how that would look, and we thought it would be best if we finish NYASPT before we begin our rotation so that we can focus on becoming amazing clinicians and passing our board exams. That is so unreal. Like time is really wrapping up. <laughs> it is, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> I tell myself I wouldn't cry doing this. So um, this does not mean NYASPT is over. Um, we may have random surprises and episodes, but um, it just won't be as frequent. So um, that's a special announcement again. Thank you guys for listening and being with us. Um, and yeah, so let's continue on to the episode. Um, so the old challenge was to dive into NPTE, which is our board exams, if you don't know what that is yet. Um, so did you dive into it a little bit more? I know you just took the board, so I guess that's kind of like a yeah, but have you done it any more as far as like looking at dates or anything as far as the actual one, actual one goes? Um, well, when I got my score, um I cuz they they changed it. If you want to take the MPT early cuz for my program it's accelerated, so we graduate two and a half years and um, we are offered to take it early or we take it after we graduate, which is like the January, February date, I think it is. Um, you have to get a certain score on the PETA exam in order to take the MPTE early, but they just changed that to the passing score. So if you pass, you have the opportunity to take it. It did cross nice. my mind because I'm like, if I really set up a plan because now I know how to study now I know what works for me I'm like I think I could take it and pass the first time mm -hmm. so I might mm -hmm. I might I know that's that shocked me too when I started thinking about it because I'm like I like I told y'all I'm fine with taking it a little bit later because I want the extra time to study I've never been the greatest test taker and I get a lot of anxiety with standardized tests um and I'm also like just moving back home so I started saving up my money and getting things together so I don't know but since they lowered it I'm like oh maybe but I'm only because the test is what like $500 like it's it's an expensive process so I would only take it early if I absolutely know like like I'm ready for it but other than that like I just was studying like um I have the therapy ed book so I was studying a bunch of questions from that. I got the app, which is the same questions from the book, but it's just a little bit more accessible. Um, and I was going through MS MST and neuro and just going through every question I could and diving into different topics. And I had this whole book with all my notes. So I really like dove into it. But yeah, that was me, me preparing for that test. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, did I open that book? Unfortunately, no. Okay, but <laughs> I will say as far as like the topic of just knowing more about the NPTE and like um what I would do as far as um studying, um, I did do. So I did ask my big. So in our program, we have bigs, which is a a year three person, a person a year ahead you. Um, just being kind of like your mentor. So I did ask my big, um, you know, like, do you plan on taking it early or um, 
what studying have you done and just stuff like that and she kind of explained to me like we do have like a course where um like a a school like a test prep course that I, I honestly did not know that um that um somebody will teach you um kind of like how to study for it when like the duration and stuff as far as that goes like how long ahead should you study before because you don't want to overdo it right you don't want to study too far ahead but you don't want to be too short on time as well right um, and stuff for that matter so I did ask questions as far as like taking the MPTE like how do you go about taking it either a early or um or pushing it back a couple months until you're confident I think I'm currently leaning towards um waiting a a month really because I graduated in May essentially and then I think you could take it in July so um I, I'm probably just going to wait for that time and enjoy, you know, or not enjoy, but, you know, take all of June to just study. But yeah, that's right. my little dive into the MPTE world. Yeah, because um, it's it's hard to prep for too early because you're still learning a lot of the information. Right. And then who's who's coming to you guys to teach you guys the course? Is it score builders? I have no idea. I didn't even know. Okay. So that was that was all the diving I did, to be honest. All right. Got you. We'll talk later. <laughs> okay um it's funny too because I won that um uh like student that, that course thing yeah conclave so I was going to use that too I'm like sure I got a, I got a few study material things and I got you <laughs> so that's Dang. three resources right there we're gonna pass okay period period <laughs> um so the new challenge is um kind of in honor of just kind of wrapping up everything and you know us leaving for rotations and um, making memories with our classmates still. So the challenge is to take a photo with at least three of your classmates. Um, it could be in a group. I mean, you could do one by one, a quick little selfie, um, whatever. But yeah, take with take with at least three. And I already took one today. So that works out perfectly. I got two more to go then. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah. So let's get into the day in the life segment. Um. So on this episode, we're going to discuss what it feels like to be vulnerable and how to embrace those uncomfortable situations. Um, vulnerability is defined as the capability of being physically or emotionally wounded, which sounds kind of scary. Um, to be vulnerable, to be a vulnerable person means being someone who belongs to a group within society that is either oppressed or susceptible to harm. You can't talk today, but that's okay. Um, though PT school isn't harmful, it can get intense and it requires you to be vulnerable emotionally as it can be challenging to put yourself in situations that seem uncomfortable. So, I mean, yeah, we're just going to talk about being uncomfortable um, and, you know, how to overcome that. So let's get into some Q&As of like how it feels like. So what would you rate your confidence right now in regards to understanding what you need to know as a PT on a scale of zero to 10 and why? Uh, I would definitely say I'm a strong six. And although, although that might sound a little low to some people, that's dope to me. Because <laughs> the way if you would have asked me a few months ago, and I probably would have said four. But I feel like I'm a pretty good six. There's still a heck of a lot of information we need to learn, but we won't learn until we're on clinicals. And then there's still some baseline information that I feel like I struggled with and just didn't catch on to quick enough like the rest of my classmates but I'm I'm feeling a lot better with my skills and I'm actually getting more and more excited for rotation so yeah let's say a six okay okay um that's good shoot I'm, you better say a freaking 10 because you just passed that board exam but I digress that's Ooh. how you feel that's, that's the purpose <laughs> of this that's the purpose of this episode okay <laughs> Um, I'm going to say in regards to understanding it, a seven, strong seven, but recalling it, I'm going to say a smooth five <laughs> because there are times where I'm stuck in like a neuro mindset just because we're, you know, doing neuro, neuro, neuro. And then all of a sudden you ask me something about cervical pivots, and I'm like, okay, I have no idea right now. Right. So I think my confidence to recall things is a little low. I'm um, understanding it. Um, I say a seven because um, I kind of make myself try to understand it. Like I'm going to sit there 
until I can't under like until I understand it. And some of my classmates they be irritated about it. Like, well, I'm sure they're not irritated, but I I would be irritated if they if I was in because I'm going to keep asking until it makes sense. So you got to repeat it a few times, but um, it's not a full ten because I feel like understanding means you're able to uh tell it to someone else if you understand it and mm -hmm. I don't feel like I'm able to do that quite yet so that's why it's out of seven um so as a student give a scenario when you had to be vulnerable um so this one this one was a little bit hard for me and I was trying to figure out a good example uh because um vulnerable like being what is it being like hurt right being publicly hurt or yeah capable I, of I, taking hurt yeah just putting yourself in positions where you could get hurt really okay. do you want me to, to so um the one that comes to mind and the one that like kind of like my confidence was never super high being in this program, but when it just dropped was my practical um, last semester and then also ortho clinic last semester, right? Pro bono ortho. But long story short, um, I get in there and I've probably told on the podcast before, but my um, CI for the practical was asking me about the ALAR ligament and where it was, where it attached. And I gave a very basic answer and he didn't like it. And um, although I was right, I either wasn't confident enough or I wasn't specific enough. Like I wasn't saying what he wanted me to say. So then I just started saying whatever. And once he corrected me, he was like, as a graduate student, um, this should be second knowledge or second nature. And you shouldn't be struggling the way you are. And as a physical therapist, you need to be able to know this information and apply it. And basically he told me do better because you're not where you need to be and you're not at the level you're at. And uh, when I tell you that crushed me, I couldn't even hold the tears in for my partner to go. I'm sitting on the table. My, the tears are like coming on the side of my face. My partner told the CI, like, you're scary. And <laughs> it was just a mess. So then when we walk out, um, I'm crying and trying to keep it together for my classmates. But after that, practicals just became so hard for me. And exams became hard and just being called to the front became hard and I stopped believing in myself like it did not give the outcome that he probably thought it would so that that was a a hard hard day okay yeah keep that story because I'm gonna ask you questions about that later okay okay um my scenario would be about the beginning of this quarter we have this new course called clean comp where we basically practice different scenarios that um, we can have as a PT. And this is in MSK, Neuro, Jerry, it could be peace, but we ain't got no kids. So um, it could be anything. Um, so right now we were practicing with our classmates and I don't know, like um, when I can't pick my group, I'd be a little upset because I could take criticism from certain people, but other people, I'm just like, Ugh, you know what I'm saying like I don't want to hear it from you for reals. is it like uh, <laughs> like they just kind of give off too good energy when they're criticizing or too good energy like what do you like mean? like they're too good so when they yes. say anything that comes out of their mouth it's like mm, no <laughs> okay I know exactly what you mean <laughs> so I'm like okay like so I'm doing I'm feeling myself throughout the whole thing and I'm like, okay, it couldn't have been that bad. Like, obviously, I knew I there was a few things I, I messed up because it was our first time doing it. And, man, when I was like, all right, so it's time for feedback. When I tell you they try to run me through the mud, I'm like, dang. Like, it was just, like, the things they were saying, I felt like um, at the time were opinionated. And I felt like they were grading me a little too hard, like, I, I was like, I don't think they're right. And I think that you could do it this way and it'll still be fine. And it was just the way they wanted it and not the way I wanted it. Like that was a time where I felt like I was just annoyed and put myself out there as a student. And I thought I was going to get feedback from them as like a student, but they were just kind of coming off like a, a two year or a, 
like 10 years into the game PT. So that was a time where I took that feedback and felt uh, very vulnerable. Like, dang, y'all really came to hurt my feelings. But so do you feel like being vulnerable is a bad thing? I don't feel like it's a bad thing um, if you're open to it. It's uh, it could be good and bad. Like sometimes I feel like being vulnerable, it it hurts and it can cause a lot of damage if you're not prepared for the outcome. While other times I feel like being vulnerable, maybe opening up to other classmates who um, are also feeling how you're feeling or going through what you're going through, um, that could be a good thing. And it's like, you know what, maybe I'm not alone and it allows for growth. And it allows to strengthen the community, but um, pros and cons for sure. Because if you're not ready to be vulnerable and you're put in a position where you have to be, it freaking hurts. Oh, you're muted on the actual video. Oh. Okay, there you go. Okay. <clears throat> no, I agree. I feel like PT school is being vulnerable the entire time, like, yeah, we know these people now, but think about that first time we did stuff together or had to critique each other. And it was like first month in. We don't know these people really. So it's like I'm being vulnerable with with my confidence, really, like in exposing how confident I am to them, which you kind of want to hinder a little bit. Um, well, you don't want to hinder, but it kind of like you're kind of scared to see, kind of scared to show them how confident you are. It's, in those times where you may not be confident, if that right. makes sense. Um, so no, I could agree with you on that. It could be a good or a bad thing, just depending on really how you take it. So back to that, that scenario you you mentioned, um, you kind of touched on a little bit and saying like, um, it kind of impacted you, your confidence a little bit. Um, at any point, do you, do you still kind of hold that with you? Or do have you over time like rebuilt yourself up um, from that situation as far as? Um, I think about that story every day. And like I said, it did not have the effect that that professor was probably going for it because it, it broke me. Um, I avoid him in all practicals <laughs> and I've done well so far. We have one more practical and I'm feeling like I might get him. And part of me is like, redeem yourself. This is the last time you're going to be in front of him. And the other part of me is like, you know what? Whatever. Because he's so nice to me in class, like during lecture, <laughs> like so nice and very sweet. And um, will break things down for me and will slow things down when I make requests in class. But man, that practical killed me. So I definitely, I definitely still hold on to it for sure. Very valid. I mean, these are our professors and people who've been in the game a lot like you tell me this it's like dang like like you hold that weight with you for real hey. so I could I could see that um sorry my dog keeps coming in here um <laughs> so how do I take feedback um I am not the best when it comes to constructive criticism and I I really hate that because you know that's all of PT school and I thought over time I get better with it um it's kind of been stagnant I have gotten better don't get me wrong but it still hurts deep down inside you know because you want to just be perfect um I've kind of realized just to like nod my head and say okay not try to combat it and you know just absorb it and I'll have to give myself about a good 10 minutes and be like okay thank you for your feedback like I understand it now like I need 10 minutes to like really understand like they're not coming for me they're trying to help me um out in the long run um but take that with a grain of salt some people I don't know like I think people just be saying stuff just to say stuff for real so really you have to kind of you know figure out uh what is good constructive criticism and what really isn't and just kind of be like all right whatever and just kind of move on from it so that's why I take that 10 minutes and be like all right let me let me think about this and right, play out right. the scenario again and it's like okay no I see what they're saying they're right um and so that matters so um I would say I'm getting good at processing it but in that initial it do I do still feel a little salty so that's just me um has it impacted my confidence? 
Um, honestly, no. Honestly, like people are going to say stuff and I'm either going to change it or not change it. And it's just up to me. But, um, but yeah, I guess I, I don't know. It doesn't impact my confidence. I, I kind of put the confidence in myself and just fake it till I make it, to be honest. And then I walk out like, all right. Um, but have you struggled? All you can truly do. Yeah, no, honestly, like, um, I say confidence like Kanye. I'm gonna stop saying that though, because we know Kanye is in sh like a lot right yeah. now. So, <laughs> but um, that's just a, I just say that just because like, um, old Kanye, y'all know Kanye. Like he's he he had to be very confident to get to where he he's gotten um in life. So that's why I say that. Just kind of just believe in yourself and you know kind of manifest that in you. And I think over time I've done that and it's been very helpful. Um, but yeah, uh, have you struggled with your confidence school-wise before PT? No, um, I mean, maybe a little, the only class that I feel like I ever truly struggled with confidence is probably our capstone class and, uh, biochem. Cause I like cried to my professor, like, bro, like I don't understand biochem and it's stupid. Um, but yeah, capstone for sure. That was the only class I was like. Oof, I do not know if I'm gonna pass and graduate next week. <laughs> that was the only class. Listen, that class and um, I think I had took like an accelerated eight week course class, and I I wasn't doing good in both of those classes, and that brought my test confidence to like rock bottom. To be honest. That's that's one thing. As far as confidence, what I was mentioning before, like going into practicals, that's kind of what I meant. But test confidence, oh my gosh, like it, it is just like terrible, especially when you come from like the background of just getting good grades all the time, right? Like you get that first C and it feels like the end of the world for like you just can't come back from it. Like it's just a disaster. That's kind of how it was in my mind. And I think that was just um, the pressure I put school as a priority on myself. Um, but yeah, that confidence was like terrible. So I did struggle with it before PT school, but, um, I still tr struggle with test confidence now, but that's, that's getting better. I could say, and I know the only way it gets better is when I do the things I know I need to be doing. The only time I don't feel confident is if I'm studying like two or three days before the exam, when I know I should have been studying a little bit longer. So <laughs> those are the only times where like, um, I'm not confident because it's like I'm, you know, trying to cram in information and stuff like that. But let's talk about how to overcome it. Um, we are obviously not perfect, and we have our strengths and weaknesses. Um, how do you attack your weaknesses? Um, well, we could talk about the PED exam since that was something more recent. Or, yeah. Or actually, I'll talk about the practical because that was my example for vulnerability. But um, this last practical I had was probably the the most confident I've ever felt on a practical being in PT school. Well, that's the only place I've ever truly had practicals. Um, and when I tell you, I went in there, first off, my practical partner, um, she was dope. Like, it was just a vibe. We're just laughing, having a grand old time. I'm like, I don't think I've ever laughed in a practical before. So this is cool. Um, and I just felt comfortable. Like I had this whole plan of the two exercises I were going to do. Cause we're, you get to choose out of however many cases we were presented. Um, so it's random, but we can kind of like have an idea, like, oh, if I get a, a total knee, like these are two exercises I'm going to show if they ask me like type stuff. And when I tell you, I went in there, saw my case and was like, don't remember what I wrote down so <laughs> we're just gonna go off the dome and that was the most comfortable I was and my professor was like I loved your rationale I love the exercises you chose I love why you decided to do things the way you did I was like what this is wild um so just being comfortable uh with the partner I was with was super cool um being comfortable with my cases and I think it just was time too, just as time has gone in the PT program and now I'm 
took me a minute, but now I'm able to connect the dots for a lot of stuff and I can see why we're doing certain things. I still don't get why we do everything, but I have a decent idea and I feel like that makes a difference as well. So trusting the process and taking deep breaths, um, start doing my devotion more and praying and just being like relaxed has been very helpful. But yeah, I think time played a huge role. It kind of sucked that it took the whole two years, but you know what? <laughs> it, it happens when it needs to, right? Like that's that's just who I am, I guess. <laughs> no, that, I mean it takes time. It's funny because um um today we had our so today we as year twos uh were patients in being mock uh examine examiners and stuff for the year ones because they're doing acute care um so we make up a scenario for them and they go in and you know they do this we're like the actors and they play it whatever and just looking at them I'm thinking in my head man like they don't know nothing sorry not sorry because like they 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 were struggling and then I was in my head like dang this is where I was last year and it's like I was talking to my classmates like we really came a long way and like of overcoming um not how how to do not knowing how to do stuff um so I say that because how do I attack my weaknesses I just practice until it makes sense I just practice 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 I'm going to address it if it's something that is so cringe like there are times where I'd be like I will never do that again. You know what I'm saying? Just like, for example, my mock practical, I had to put on a PPE, which is like, you know, like gloves and stuff like that um, to make sure um, um, to control infections. And for my precautions, I had to put on a mask. And I just told Asia this story. But when I put on that mask, it didn't feel right because, you know, my nose was a little bit wider. So I was like, okay, let me turn it upside down still didn't feel right and um I got docked off for that and I was like I would never do that again like little cringe things like that you're just like I'm, I know like I would never do that again so really you just kind of have to face it um practice it and you know um keep going until it isn't a weakness anymore and you know like you said how that support and stay prayed up to be honest and it'll it'll get you there mm-hmm. um Uh, so we kind of know how confidence affects us. Um, and, um, I guess this question is because like, obviously we're not alone and, you know, um, we could play a part in, um, how people feel confident. So what is something you do to help others avoid that feeling of, um, not being confident? Um, I'm... I'm definitely a very supportive person. Like I'm gonna always have your back, especially when you're open and honest with me, because I, I feel like I'm a very open book to people when it comes to like that kind of stuff, like struggling in school and things like that. Um, so just showing people that you're not alone and that if we work together, we're gonna get through it. And I was actually just talking to one of my classmates about this. And I was like, I really do wish that a lot more people in our class would get out of that undergrad mindset, even with us being so close to um, rotations. But like, we're no longer in a competition. You feel me? Like we've made it to the program. There's there's no more, or there's no reason now for you to uh, try to prove yourself in a sense, unless you're doing it for you, by all means. But mm-hmm. like, when it comes to each other as classmates, we should be supporting each other so much more, so much more. And it, I, reflecting back throughout our whole career in this program, I'm like, I should have did better, to be completely honest. Like, reaching out to more people, making sure people were good, um, and setting up more study groups and study practicals and things like that. But, you know, it's hard, man, especially when people aren't doing that for you. Like, sometimes... And it's when we get in our groups or our cliques or whatever, and we start to find people that we we mesh better with, we stay in that group. But it's like, um, those aren't the people we're going to go out on rotations with. Those aren't the people we're going to be employed with. We need to be able to work with everybody. And again, we're all in this together. So I don't know. I really wish I would have did more, but 
that is what I tried to do with most of my classmates was just show them that like, again, you're not alone and it's okay. It's okay if we struggle because we're going to make it. Yeah. And that's, that's the perfect, you're the perfect person to be around. I feel like, cause you, this whole journey is like, I won't say not normal, but it is not average right not at all it's it's hard (laughs) it's hard (laughs) y'all it's hard exactly so when you have someone who relates to you can you hear my dogs yeah it's okay (laughs) they're not super loud (laughs) oh my gosh they're a mess um when you have someone who who you feel like you can relate to and stuff that makes you feel comfortable that makes you feel confident like okay I'm not alone so I think that's great that you do that because heavy on the we're not competing no more. We're not like we should be supporting each other every step of the way. Um, and I shouldn't feel like we're trying to compete of who's being better and who's doing what. That's honestly why I stopped telling people what my scores were. I stopped mm-hmm. it. Don't even tell me what you got. Unless unless it's like there's probably three other people I only tell my score to because I know like they're not trying to compare and compete with me you know what I'm saying and she was sometimes I I lie and tell people score just to say I got in knowing good or well I probably did better than it or good or well I did worse than that but it's like I don't know like it's people do that I feel like sometimes just to um face their confidence and kind of bring their confidence up and so I kind of just like I just avoid those situations now because we're we're not competing. We're in this together. Right. Um, right. And it's it's sad. Like I had to tell a couple of my classmates, like I don't I'll be 100 with you. I don't, I don't know who your friends were back in the day, but the fact that you have to feel some sort of validation by telling your score to people, that's wild. And you, man. you do some self-searching because like, I'm going to always be happy for you. Like yeah. if you did well, I'm super happy for you. You did well. You earned that score. You worked hard for it. Yeah. But you don't need to belittle me just to build yourself up. You know, Girl. like an yeah. example, like when people are like, oh, like, like for me, I'm very vocal about how I struggle on exams. If I say something is hard and I studied hard for it, that mess was hard. And you know me. So mm-hmm. when you go and say that that test was also so hard for you and you struggled the same and you came out with a 90 and I'm over here with what, like a 65 or something like, please, please. we're not on the same level. And I don't understand why you're trying to make it seem that we are. Yeah. Because you know for a fact you didn't struggle the way I did. And now it feels like you're making fun of me. Now it feels like you're belittling me. And that's not okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. And that's okay that you guys are on the same level. I feel like people have to be like okay with knowing like we are on two different, like are so many different levels. You could be not doing well and still be working and having family priorities and doing all this other stuff. And that might balance it out to the same level of work and effort just on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's okay. Like, I want people to hear this. It is okay to not be on a, a higher level if you're not. I mean, if you are there, great. But when you are, be careful of what you say and really who you're saying it to because um, it could it just it could just come off really wrong and you may not the tensions may not have been that and you know you should all always you know congratulate and reward reward yourself you know it's we're not saying it's bad to have great grades but definitely read the room you know what I'm saying read right. the room and understand who your audience is, audience is when you're saying that you know so right because like man the way some of my classmates were like yeah like I would tell people that the test was hard for me and that I did study hard for it. And they'd be like, oh, it wasn't hard for you. Like it was easy for you because you're super smart and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dang, like I, I get that, how that would get old. But if it's like, it's one thing if we're joking around, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm like, you, you might need some more, some better friends because like, if my friends come up to me and we're super close and they feel that they can trust me with their score, I'm going to hype them up. Right. But it's like, regardless, if you're crazy smart and you only got to reread the slides once and you get 100% or if right. you like really needed to work a week to get that score, like I'm going to hype you up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It's like you said, read the room mm-hmm. and truly dig deep 
and ask yourself, like, <laughs> am I really asking for people's scores because I want to hype my homies up, hype my friends up? Or am I asking it so I can better validate myself? If exactly. it's the latter, do not ask for other people's scores. That is so out of pocket. And I promise you, once we graduate, I will tell you to your face how I wanted to slap you. <laughs> <laughs> oh you're funny (laughs) sorry not sorry right it's not cool it's not okay and you need to do some self-searching because that's wild that is a wild thought process to have oh my gosh yeah no I agree um yeah period um did I answer the question I think I did what was the question again what is something to do to help others avoid no, you didn't answer yet. Um, no, I did the same thing of as far as, um, you know, like, just saying, like, you know, you're not alone and, like, how I can relate. Um, one thing I do do as far as, like, giving feedback so it doesn't come off as, like, um, like a, like a B word is, um, first congratulate them on just doing it right and you know you know completing something then I'm gonna say what was great then I'm gonna ask them what do they feel like they could have changed first and then I will provide feedback because usually a lot of people know what they sometimes know what they've done wrong and they don't want to hear it again you know from someone else saying it so if they know already then um, it's like, okay, I don't need to say it anymore. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't need to be said because they already acknowledged that. Um, And then um, after that, I will just be like, uh, it depends. Like if it's something like maybe they could think through, I'll just ask a question like, so why did you do this? Um, And how did it get you there? That's one thing we've kind of learned just through our practicals. But I have been doing that before. Just like, why did you do this? And like, kind of take me through your brain. And then I'll be like, so what about this? And then it'll be like, oh, okay, I see kind of where you're going. Kind of making like a teaching moment. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily saying you didn't do this, that, 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 and boom. Because at the end of the day, I'm still a student. So I'm just trying to tell you where my thought process is. Because really, it couldn't be right. It may be wrong. And maybe you'd be like, well, I did this actually because of that. And then you clap back at me. I'm like, oh, let me shut up. Because, you know, like, you know, who who am I to, like, say, like, you've done something completely right and I'm just as a student as you are. Um, So that's kind of how I avoid that feeling of, you know, confidence as far as giving feedback. Um, As far as, like, test confidence and stuff, I'm just, I'm just not even going to mention my test scores. Even if I know I did good, I'm just not even going to mention it. Like, what's the point? Like, like you said, it's going to just try to validate myself and I don't need that I'm gonna tell my mama and that's enough validation (laughs) for me to be honest like so like um me having to tell anybody I I just don't do because I also know what it feels like to fail you know what I'm saying it's like I've been there before like I don't want that feeling and I definitely want no one else to feel the way I felt in that situation so I just avoid it altogether and sometimes like you can know if someone didn't do good or not you know what I'm saying like they're just uh you know kind of just just by the vibe so I read the room um and stuff like that if someone is like just not feeling confident automatically without even like going I'm just gonna hype people up I'm very loud I'm very like a fangirl for my classmates if they don't feel confident about themselves I'm just gonna hype them up regardless so Mm. um yeah yeah no, I'm the same way. I please, if you worked hard, if you want to share your score, I would love to hear it. But let us have that relationship. Yeah. <laughs> like you come on now. It's like I said, if you're the type of person that is telling scores because you need the validation, that's is giving weird. And I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. And that's also important to know, like, if your friends are comfortable to tell you like they didn't do good, um, it's like, don't be like, oh, well, I did a grade A. Like, that's, again, validating yourself, but be there for them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, um, was there something that, you know, it's a trend of? Or, oh, was there something like, uh, 
um, you feel like you just didn't understand? Like, because sometimes a trend in the test just be like, it's like how the questions are worded, right? Um, mm -hmm. All of these um, are right, except or stuff like that. I know it's I, I do terrible on questions like that. Like I have to really slow down and read stuff like that. So really, sometimes it's not even about understanding it. It's just about um, verbiage and stuff. And I'm not saying be their tutor or anything, but definitely just be like, how can how can I help or what can I do to make you feel better? Do you want to go get drinks? We don't even got to talk about right. studying. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, just support them. Yeah. Like just, yeah. Know how to navigate those situations. Yeah. Um, wait, were you about to say something? No, I just, I was just thinking in my head, like, I hope I'm using the right phrasing and that it's not. Yeah. I think I am. Yeah. Okay. Cause okay. I'm like, you, <laughs> You should be able to hype yourself up with your scores. Like, I hope that's not what people are thinking. I'm saying that like, oh, like I should, oh, I should just take my scores to my grave. Like, no. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> that's no. That's not what I mean no, at all. That's what we're saying. Um, because again, there are those friends that I will tell my grades to, and I know I'm not going to get any judgment from them. Mm -hmm. I just feel like, yeah, navigate those relationships to understand, you know, who to really tell that and who really don't not to tell that we're we're kind of telling you guys this to avoid looking like an a-hole essentially right right that's, like that's the really what we're group doing is that um stand outside the door when you leave taking the exam and they're like uh question 18 sucked right that exam was so hard I can't believe I got a 90 like if you don't get out my face yeah we do that <laughs> and and we do that so heavy we sit out there and they just start talking about what you put for this, what would you put for this? I just being like la 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 la. Like I don't even want to hear it because once they say they all said something and then I know I didn't put that, I'm like, I'm just shattered automatically. Didn't even get the score thinking I failed. Come mm. to get the test. I did great. You know what I'm saying? Right. Definitely just avoid those situations or do it with the people you feel like you're just not going to like feel no ways about that happening with but I'm not just gonna do it with all my classmates you know what I'm saying like no exactly I don't even sit with them like I'll go outside <laughs> or I'll sit by myself because like I, I can't take it I also like once I submit an exam boom out of my head I, I don't remember the answers I put I don't even remember the questions <laughs> yeah that's another thing man I man I'm not gonna put his name out there but uh one of my friends, he, I, I kid you not, he be knowing all the questions, number for number, all the multiple choice. I'm like, dang, like, I don't even know who Miss Sally is. I don't even remember that being a question. So, yo, heavy on that. That was a question. <laughs> yeah, like what? I don't even know. I don't even forget the name. I'm trying to get to the question for real. No, I'm just playing. But yeah, okay. So, just to wrap this up, um, we kind of just want to give tips on how to be more vulnerable um because being vulnerable is okay um so yeah so the first piece of advice is just give yourself some compassion um really really be kind to yourself um avoid getting into your mind do you feel like you get into your mind a lot all the time yeah um I've definitely noticed that after um this week like I could get in my head real quick so um try to um occupy yourself if like after an exam don't sit there and kind of you know linger on what you shouldn't don't try to go back and open a book and think you did right or wrong you know like just like, like just just enjoy yourself for a little bit um and give yourself some grace um next piece of advice is avoid focusing on others people's opinions of you it's really hard doing that as a black woman right so because everyone has their opinions but really just you kind of just got to learn how to live with who you are and know that regardless of what people are thinking, you are the bomb.com. You are the best and you're trying to be the better person that you want to be. And that's all you can do for yourself. And anybody else's opinions does not matter. So, um, yeah, slow down if you need to. You, it is not a race. Do not compete with yourself or other people as far as how fast you go and do certain things. I've been thinking about that with the the board exams. I've been seeing people, oh, I'm going to take it early. And, and I think a lot of it is uh, 
interesting because I feel like people are like in that sense of competition still a little bit, but I feel like if you're confident enough, take it early. So, but slow down if you need to, if you got to wait, wait, if you need to know where you're at and know, um, and how you feel like you would do, um, and don't try to like compete and make it a race. Um, give up perfection. It's so hard to do. I feel like, um, honestly, actually it's not that hard to do. I give up perfection in PT school. <laughs> I kind of just, I'm just here just surviving and I'm not like, you know, like, like barely floating above water. Like I'm, I'm at least on a floaty right now, but definitely give up perfection and, um, uh, trying and being hard on yourself. Sorry, it's getting hot in here. It is summertime out here, girl. It is hot. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> Um, the next one is be forthcoming with your knees. Ask for help if you need to. Um, and don't kind of don't sit there and struggle internally, like seek help if you need it. If that's even with a, a counselor or with your professors, getting a tutor or just even just talking to family and friends, um, be forthcoming of your needs um, because you don't want to struggle internally. That could take a, a big toll on you and you're not alone. Um, vocalize your feelings. Um, that's kind of the same as that. If you are in those uncomfortable situations where like um you feel like you're being attacked, like definitely advocate for yourself still. Like voice be like voice yourself because you can advocate for yourself. Don't be afraid, you know. We all bleed the same, so um nothing to be afraid about. <laughs> um and be in the moment, like. Oh, that's like the biggest thing in PT school, be in the moment. Like mm -hmm. we are here to learn and become good clinicians. And the only way you do that is being in a moment. Don't hide from those weaknesses. Don't, um, as the professor asks, is someone willing to do this? And just like kind of hinder, like put yourself in that uncomfortable situation and go up there. Even if you feel like you don't know it, raise your hand and answer a question. Even if you don't feel confident in it. It's about learning and um, getting that experience and getting that knowledge. So definitely be in the moment, especially throughout PT school and throughout life, because life is, um, you could be a life learner. Um, and I say that heavily because there's a lot life could teach you. But that is it. Do you have any other feedback, advice? Okay. Um, so... Thank you guys again for listening to another episode of NYA SPT. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode and could take something from it. Um, see you guys next time as we continue down the road as two graduate students navigating a thing called PT school. <laughs> All right. Bye.